Hello and welcome to today's episode here at my podcast, Once Upon a Fork. Um, for any of those new to this podcast party, just a quick heads up ahead of today's Cook Along Kitchen Conversations. If you do like what you hear here, please be sure to follow along and do leave a review since this helps other potential listeners find these episodes. And of course, it also lets me know I'm along the right lines with the content I'm publishing. For those of you who are new here, uh, please note all the ingredients needed for each recipe are posted in the episode notes located um, on the front of the episode uh, inside this podcast and of course please do feel free to get in touch with me and um, perhaps the easiest way is to find me on instagram at once upon a fork and uh, my email address is in the bio there uh, also of course you can follow along there for my daily um, edible adventures and um, i really do love engaging with you all and your kitchen um, questions really do help steer the content of future posts so in particular the kitchen tips uh, any recipes that you're keen to learn more about and of course your feedback after making them um, do feel free to fire any specific questions to me via my email or Instagram feed uh, around any of the dishes that you've made. Um, and I do apologise for those regular listeners here that each of my episodes are bookended with these introductory and closing paragraphs. Um, but they are, for, of course, for any new listeners, uh, just by way of introduction to ensure that they're um, familiar with, with ways of getting in touch with me. Um, and of course, it does help then uh, for anyone just to understand sort of the housekeeping around what we're looking to do by way of following along and cooking in stride with the recipes as I cook them in real time. So without further ado, let's push on with today's dish. So today is all about making a pasta salad and one of those dishes that you can enjoy um, in a pot for your lunch uh, if you're sat at your desk or you can crowd a table with it for a barbecue in the summer. Um, And it's lovely if you want to just serve it alongside perhaps some cold meats. Um, You can enjoy it um, just as it's made and it's warm still with the the warmth of the pasta and the uh, vegetables or you can obviously leave it overnight, let it sit in the fridge and for those flavours to marry and blur uh, and then just keep dipping in and out of it at your leisure. Um, But it is quick and easy to do and it's a really nice, filling, colourful dish to have on your table. Now I've picked up a bag of multicoloured pasta uh, which is um, splendid just because it brings a lot of colour to the table so it's got um, undertones of like plummy colours and sort of um, dulled reds and olive green and shells that are almost um, sort of the colour of sand. So amongst them all, I've got loads of colour anyway, and then I'm relying mostly on green ingredients to add to this, uh, save for a red onion. So in the first instance, we want to bring two pans of water to the boil, uh, one larger one to put our pasta in, and a smaller one just to put our peas in. So I'm just going to add a pinch of salt to the pasta water, and then place that on a high heat uh, to get that to boiling point as soon as possible. Only once the water's boiling will I then add the uncooked pasta. And it's dried pasta that I'm working with for anyone that's wondering. Um, equally, we've got the pan of water there for the peas. And whilst they're coming to the boil, I'm going to start preparing the vegetables for this dish. So if we firstly take our onion, now with that, we want to make sure that we dice this uh, nice and finely, but more so we're gonna submerge it in a um, sort of shallow dish with red wine vinegar and brown sugar. Um, And that will just take away some of the acidity of that onion and sweeten and soften it before we add it to the salad. So you haven't got those really astringent tones of onion that can sometimes be overpowering. 
So because we're not going to be cooking out the onion, of course, you are um, familiar with the fact, you know, I'm sure that raw onions sometimes can be um, really overpowering in a dish and, and detract from all the other flavours. Uh, this does soften it and then we'll also use the onion, the uh, vinegar the onion's been softened in to make our dressing. So I'm going to firstly just chop and dice these onions. Now, again, if you firstly cut off both ends of that onion, and then if we cut these onions um, in half, and once they are cut in half, we just then want to slice across ways. And once we've sliced across, we're then going to uh, slice the other way and just dice those. So we want quite small pieces here. And I've just got the one onion. That will be sufficient. This pasta is due to feed six to eight, depending on what you're serving it with. So we can get our onions chopped there. Now, once we've got those, all you want to do is find a bowl that's plenty big enough to accommodate them and decant firstly the onions in. And then if you get your white wine vinegar and pour that over just enough that it's going to more or less submerge those onions. You don't want them swimming in it, so just enough that they're in it. And that's got your red wine there, the red wine vinegar. Uh, and then I'm going to add to that two teaspoons of heaped teaspoons of demerara sugar. So in they go. And then we can just leave that aside for now. Now, the next thing is our broccoli. This is actually going to go into our salad raw. So again, if you want to um, start with the broccoli, and we want to keep those florets really small here. Um, again, have a bowl to hand but you can pop these in. And so if you trim them off fairly um, close, I would say, to the florets at the top, we're not gonna be leaving lots of stalk here. And then we're just going to take those and gently pull the little florets away. So I would say these are, they're, they're tiny. They look a bit like little tiny rosebuds. Um, so certainly not the size that they would naturally break at, but then I'm separating out those heads of broccoli further. Um, so they're, they're tiny, they're you know, enough for one bite, if that. And we're just going to take those and snap those off from there. Now I'm a big fan of raw broccoli um, and it's really, really filling as well. So this will just add a, a different texture to the pasta dish. And then we've also got a myriad of herbs that we're going to throw in here also. So there'll be mint and coriander and tarragon. And then we've got that red wine vinegar that will underpin the dressing. And collectively, the whole lot will come together and offer up a really lively salad. Um, the reason I opted for the colourful pasta is, as I say, because I am leaning on predominantly green ingredients. Um, you can, if you wish, perhaps choose a plainer pasta. Um, there's no, you know, no problem with that at all. And again, just be mindful of which shape. I like a shape where the contents of the dish can sort of find their way into the nooks and crannies of that pasta. Uh, and each pasta, of course, is designed with its end dish in mind. So where perhaps meat can cling to its, um, to its twists and twirls. Uh, and certainly the shells allow opportunity of little pockets for things to gather in. So the head of broccoli here, which I'm still breaking off, um, and it is worth the time and effort in taking the time to make these florets smaller than just the way they would naturally cut from that head of broccoli. Now, pasta salads uh, are absolutely 
wonderful and leaned on quite heavily across the summer months by me, um, just because they make light work of a, of a supper table, particularly if we're sitting outside and we don't want anything um, that's going to be too tedious to get to the table. And of course you can enjoy them alongside barbecue foods, you can enjoy them with uh, just a plate of cold meats and equally just some roasted vegetables alongside also. And the ingredients can be varied enormously to, to whatever you have to hand. Pasta is a very good carrier for that. So I've now stripped my head of broccoli of all those tiny florets there. And just gonna set those aside for a minute. Now my water's boiling for my peas, so I can upend those. And I'm just gonna put those on the stove there. The water's started to simmer again now, so I'm gonna bring that back just to a gentle boil. The peas has obviously added a real cold dimension. I will now bring that back to the boil and once boiling I will then turn that down and just allow that to simmer for five minutes to cook those peas through. Now if we take out cucumber and I'm just going to take about a third of the uh, length of the cucumber and then cut that into uh, lengthways. I'm going to cut it into about four and then just cut that across ways here. So again I've got those pieces of cucumber diced up nice and finely. And I do want to keep the components of this pasta salad quite small. I'm not looking for any great big standout pieces here. By and large, the pasta will be the largest thing in the pan. Uh, and then these smaller pieces of vegetables will cling. And certainly the herbs will be chopped up nice and finely. So we've got our cucumber there. Now I'm going to add that to my bowl with the broccoli. And don't worry about removing the watery centre of that cucumber. It can all go into the salad. So we've got that there. And my pan of water is now boiling for the pasta. So I'm going to upend that. Now that's the entire colorful contents of the bag going in there, which is 500 grams of pasta. And that will take approximately 11 minutes um, to bring it to um, a desired al dente um, texture. So whilst that is boiling, we just need to give thought now to our herbs. So I've got here a mix of coriander, mint, parsley, and some strands of tarragon left from a previous recipe. So I've taken half a bunch of the parsley and the mint and the coriander, so half a bunch of each, Pop them on a chopping board here, so the board is uh, brimming here now with greenery. And in the usual fashion, I'm just going to cut these with my large um, kitchen knife here that I'm just going to guide with one hand and hold the herbs in place. And I tend to do this by keeping the tip of the knife pressed into the board and then lever that knife up and down using the hand that I'm holding the handle with. So keep your fingers out of the way, of course. I am prone to uh, catching my fingers often on my left hand with this blade. And once you've got those herbs starting to cut down now into sort of smaller pieces, A, you should have a really fragrant aroma rising from the chopping board. Um, the parsley, the coriander, the mint, they're all really bold. Uh, and the more you cut into those, the more that you'll release those uh, beautiful, wonderful, heady flavors. Um, and then if I put them all together, I'm going to just keep scraping them with the flat edge of my knife back towards the middle of my board 
and I've now got my left hand holding the end of the tip that's pressed into the board, so on the top of the blade there, and I'm just going to move that knife back and forth and rock it across those herbs to chop them up nice and finely. Now, I'm aware there are um, particular gadgets that you can invest in to do this. Uh, equally, you could, if you wish to, blitz these in the food processor, but I'm less fond of that because you end up just with almost a puree of herbs. What I'm looking for is just tiny little green flecks here, almost like grass cuttings, that will then cling to those warm pasta when we drizzle it with the oil and, uh, and the dressing that we're going to make. So again, just keep cutting across ways there, pulling all the herbs back to the centre of the board, and you can use um, any sort of collection of herbs that you fancy. Uh, it might be that you have chives that you want to pop in here. Um, I'm less of a fan of rosemary in this instance. I don't think it lends itself particularly well. Uh, lemon thyme fares better than good old-fashioned winter thyme, as I like to call it, because I tend to use thyme a lot more across winter months than in the warmer months of summer. And I've got... I think coriander, uh, basil would work well here. Coriander, I will happily throw at any dish. It's uh, one of my go-to staples, and I'm only sorry for all that I could never manage to grow it. Um, but hey, there you go, you can't have everything. So I've got the herbs pretty much cut there, and they can just be set aside. So my peas can now be drained. So I'm just going to remove those from the pan and just pop them through a sieve just to remove any residual water. Now, whilst my peas are still warm, I am just going to season these. So I've got a generous pinch there of black pepper and an equally generous pinch of mold and salt flakes. And then I'm just gonna quickly just push that around onto those warm peas. Um, and that will just help the salt bring out the sweetness of the peas there. And we're gonna quickly make up our dressing now whilst we wait for that pasta to finish, given that we have the components of our salad now at the ready. So we want to quickly drain the onions through a sieve or colander, whichever you have to hand, at keeping, of course, that wonderful red wine and sugar residue that we've submerged those onions in just to take away that initial acidity so uh, that if you drain them perhaps over um, a jug or something that's going to be sizable enough that we can mix, mix and whisk the rest of the dressing up into that I have a little Pyrex measuring jug here that I'll be using so if you just carefully drain those onions and you've got that beautiful rich red vinegar there don't worry if there's still a bit left on the onions it won't do them any harm and of course it is all going into the ultimately the same dish just make sure your onions don't slip through there and we now want to season this with some salt flakes and some pepper and then we're going to use olive oil to bring this more in line with the dressing rather than uh, just being a simple slosh of vinegar so uh, we're going to just drizzle the olive oil a bit at a time and also I'm going to cut through that with um, some lemon as well as having the vinegar in there. So if we, using my measuring spoon now, so that's a tablespoon of olive oil and then whisk that with a fork and you're just going to add a, another tablespoon there of olive oil. Now add the juice of half of one of those lemons that I always refer to hanging around. 
and just squeeze that into the dressing and whisk with the fork um, and then add a pinch of salt and pepper. Now, check your seasoning in this and if you're inclined to do so, by all means add another teaspoon of demerara sugar or a squeeze of honey if you prefer it a little bit sweeter. Um, I'm just gonna add another couple of tablespoons of olive oil, um, grape seed oil, that's grape, not rape, Grape seed oil is a really good carrier in instances of dressings since it has almost no flavour, it's almost sort of flavour neutral, um, so it's a really good base oil. Um, but in this instance I'm using the uh, ever popular olive oil that's always hanging around my kitchen. And if we just whisk that, but then just set that aside for a moment, uh, my pasta is now ready. So I'm just going to remove that from the stove and drain that through a colander. and. I'm inclined to keep the pasta slightly warm when I mix the remains of the ingredients with it because I want that feta to soften against the heat of the pasta. Um, equally, I want the herbs to cling to them as well. Uh, few things will cling to dry pasta. Um, and to help that, we will, in the first place, then empty back our pasta once it's drained into our large pan that we cooked it in and mix the salad in there, which A, saves on washing up, and B, we know it's plenty big enough to house all the ingredients. So let's firstly get our pasta back. Now it's drained in the saucepan. Tip out any residual water that might be in there. We've got plenty of liquid going in by way of the dressing. And then if we spoon that dressing over, now we only need to spoon it over a tablespoon at a time. We've probably got more there than we're actually gonna need. We don't want it swimming. So if we can just pop that over and then I'm going to add the peas and broccoli and the onions uh, and the cucumber and stir all of that through. So now you need to crumble your feta into the pasta whilst it's still warm and stir all of those ingredients through. Now just hold fire on a little bit of the feta just so that we can crumble that over the top of the bowl before serving. And we should also have a few herbs in our armory also to scatter over the top. Um, it's already vibrant and colourful enough, so um, it isn't necessary. Um, but aesthetically, it does just make that little bit of difference when taking it to the table. And if we continue just to spoon over our dressing, and I've got, I want to put a fair bit in there because it does just liven the ingredients. Uh, obviously, in the most part, the ingredients are raw. Pasta has very little flavour. It's more of what I would describe as a carrier food. Uh, so by getting all of those herbs in there, uh, they certainly pack a punch. Uh, and then this dressing that's got the vinaigrette there. And just stir that thoroughly. Make sure everything's combined. There's no pasta clinging to the bottom of the pan, void of any other ingredients. Uh, and then allow it to cool if you wish before serving. Great to seat alongside um, some meats off any hot coals that you're cooking outside. Great to pack up for lunches and enjoy at your desk. Um, wonderful just to crowd a table with, with perhaps some cold meats alongside. Um, and equally just lovely to enjoy by itself. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Uh, please feel free to find me at once upon a fork on Instagram. Uh, my email address is in the bio there so you can drop me any feedback there and hopefully you'll join me for the next episode. Thank you very much for listening.